This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. As we level up public services... We are also levelling up communities, restoring the pride people feel in the places they call home. We're announcing today a levelling up premium of up to £3,000 to send the best maths and science teachers to the places that need them most. After all, levelling up isn't just about transport links and infrastructure projects. It's about giving people the chance to live rich and fulfilling lives wherever they are in the UK. Levelling up. It's been a bit of a buzzword for the government over recent times. Well, the latest plans to close the gap between rich and poor parts of the country have just been announced by Leveling Up Secretary Michael Gove. Here he is speaking on LBC. Well, at the moment, we're relying on the jet propulsion from London and the South East. And it's great. It's great that in London we have an amazing global city. It's great that the South East and the East of England have so many productive companies. But the rest of the United Kingdom is not firing as energetically as it should economically. That's denying people in the North and Midlands the opportunities they need. We're setting out to put that right. The white paper mainly addresses inequality between major cities in the country. But what about people in the capital who are struggling? One in four Londoners live in poverty and the unemployment rate is higher than average. It doesn't seem that level here either. Paul Swinney is Director of Policy and Research at the independent think tank Centre for Cities. So Paul, we've heard a lot about levelling up in recent years. Is it essentially getting other cities to be more like London? I certainly think from the the other large cities in the UK, that is what levelling up should be trying to do. Uh, London is not only one of the most successful cities in the UK, but is one of the most successful cities in the world. And London does, being a city, really, really well. The challenge the UK economy faces is that some of our other large cities like Manchester, Glasgow and Birmingham probably don't do being a city as best as they should be. And there's a lot to learn from London, both positive and negative, that the levelling up white paper should be trying to change. And also, I think local leaders elsewhere in the country should be trying to, to change too, to get those cities, you know, punching above their weight in the way that London has done for a long time. So we're, as a UK economy perspective, we're not just reliant on the capital, but also we've got these other engines of growth too. Some people might be listening to this who live in London and think, I'm struggling with the cost of living to get on the housing ladder. Things don't seem that level here. Is there anything in these plans to help them? I think it remains to be seen exactly what's in the detail, but it appears that from an economy perspective, the government is recognising that London does really well and there are other parts of the country that, that don't function so well. And that's where the focus needs to be on. That's good news for people who live in London in that there's lots of jobs available in principle. And so it's not as if, you know, if you're living in Sheffield, not only may you find 
a number of issues around the quality of housing and crime, etc., which clearly an issue in London too. But actually, availability of jobs is much less in Sheffield, so things are, are much worse in that respect. Having said that, you know, if we then look at what the second angle of the of the levelling up program is about, which is around improving standards of living, that's where I think the geography becomes less important. It's more about where do we see challenges in certain parts of the country economically successful or otherwise that we need to, to deal with. So in London's instance, that then means you know dealing with high house prices by building more houses should be one of the focuses about trying to improve forms of London, you know, dealing with elements around crime, dealing with elements around perhaps skill levels in parts of London where uh, skills and education aren't as good as what they should be. I think that does very much fall under this remit. That's from the perspective, I think, of, of standards of living and quality of life that we're looking at from an economy perspective, actually London is doing pretty well and London is leading the national economy rather than lagging it. And so from an economy perspective, London isn't necessarily the problem. I think for the more general point for the capital law is that that doesn't mean you should ignore it from an economy perspective. The challenge is not trying to get growth going in London. It's actually about trying to deal with the costs of growth, trying to deal out, deal with the fallout of its success. And again, that's where housing becomes important once more about building more houses. That's where transport is really important. And so we should be investing more money in transport in London, despite, I think, the national conversation perhaps suggesting something different, because transport is a problem in London. Congestion is a problem in London, certainly pre-pandemic at the very least, and we think we will get back to pre-pandemic levels of working once again. Whereas in the northeast of England, for example, where I'm from, transport is not so much of a problem. Skills is the problem. And so again, it's about thinking about what are the different challenges that different parts of the country face, and then tackling those problems directly, rather than, I think, the, the assumption that everywhere's got the same problems and we should have the same solutions for that. That just isn't right. And I'm hopeful that the, the levelling up white paper will uh, acknowledge at least some of that in the way that I don't think policy thinking has uh, in years gone by. The North-South divide seems to be used as a bit of a political tool at times to win over the rest of the country. Do you think London is being made a bit of an example of to win over everywhere else? I think the sort of conversation can sometimes be even more dangerous than that, in that it's London does too well and we need to pull London back. I don't think that's a that's a commonly held opinion, but it's definitely something that does get echoed too. Uh, in fairness to the government, I think they have a number of times now said that levelling up is not about deheading tall poppies, is how they've described it, which is basically it's not about pulling London down. But clearly, I think if you look at the politics of the situation, levelling up or north-south divide or whatever it is you want to call it is not new. You know, it's been an issue for at least 100 years in this country. And indeed, a number of different political parties and a number of different governments have tried to address it over that time. But clearly, the politics here, I think, have, have helped make it be more forefront, more prominent, probably in political thinking than in the past, because the Conservatives won a lot of votes, not only in the 2019 election, but actually in the 2017 election too, in areas that were traditionally Labour seats further north. And so there's a political imperative now to be doing something further north. Again, I think what is probably encouraging from London's perspective is that the government still sees uh, London as, a, as sort of the jewel in, in the UK's crown, from an economy perspective in particular. And so I don't think this is necessarily an argument about trying to move money away from London elsewhere. It's about how do you try and better focus policy in the areas that are struggling. I think the risk probably becomes, or the political risk becomes, especially if we're talking about transport in particular, which has become highly politicised, is that if the government does make further announcements around transport in London, that there may well be a political backlash because of that. And then does that then mean that they then roll back or cut back on their plans for for transport spending in London, which would not be a good thing for the capital? Because again, transport is a problem in London, skills in particular is a problem elsewhere. Let's not confuse those two things. What would you like to see happen now when it comes to levelling up? So I want the, the levelling up white paper to do two things. I think first is to recognise 
that the challenge in the UK economy are a result of the long-term underperformance of places like Manchester, Glasgow and Birmingham. And we need them performing, performing better to be this sort of, uh, complementary role, to play a complementary role to what London plays. But then there needs to be a focus on uh, improving standards of living. And that's noting that you know, there are issues around standards of living that are a problem in London, as there are elsewhere. And so it's not necessarily taking a a geographic focus to that. It is about understanding which areas are lagging, which which areas aren't, and dealing with that as, as best as policy can do. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.